This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. It's Live in the Bream with host of Fox News at Night, Shannon Bream. This week on Live in the Bream, somebody who is a total original, like no other, you know him, you love him. Listen, he's a professional hunter who invented his own duck call. And that is your first clue. That's probably the thing my husband loves about him the most. He founded this successful duck commander company. Um, he's been all over your TV. He's got best-selling books. Um, he is a family man. And uh, I would dare to say that he prefers to be introduced like I do, which is a sinner saved by grace. Bill Robertson, great to have you with us. Hey, good to be here, Shannon. You've got this brand new book, Uncanceled. And I got to tell you, you reminded me of so many different great examples in reading through this book that have littered the landscape the last few years. But really at the heart of the book, you talk about the fact that you're worried about where America is, whether it's the canceling coming from the left or the right, that people are kind of making a sport of it. Um, and we're really just kind of tearing each other apart instead of listening. What drove you to write this book? Well, Here's a good text. The Lord's servant must not quarrel. He must be kind to everyone, able to teach. Those who oppose him, he must gently instruct. Uh, so here I am, a servant of the Lord Jesus. So right off the bat, I, I, I can't quarrel. I must not quarrel. Kind to everyone. Teach and not be resentful. Those who oppose him, and trust me when I tell you, there's a, enough opposition to go around here. He must gently instruct in the hope that God will grant them repentance, leading them to a knowledge of the truth, and they'll escape from the trap of the devil who's taken them captive to do his will. So that's kind of like the playing field. He mentioned later on, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, while evil men and imposters will go from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. So this one, uh, it sprung forth, this book. I just got to looking at all of this, the canceling of people, find out where they made a mistake, when they were 18 or 15 and destroy their life over it or hold the sins of others against them. Listen, for 200 years, someone, they dig up who made a mistake 200 years ago, some of the founding fathers, so they ripped down their statues and said, so here's the point. This unforgiving nature that we have, this book says un canceled, finding meaning and peace in a culture of accusations, shame, and condemnation. God made you alive with Christ, and listen what he did. He canceled, Shannon, the written code. You say, oh my goodness, he's gotten us out from under all those laws that I never kept, all of them perfectly, and he's put us under grace where there's provision for our sin, namely his blood. So you're like, 
He's canceled the written code with its regulations. Just look at the law of mode. Look at the top 10. You know, don't don't murder, don't don't commit adultery, don't steal, don't lie, don't covet children about your father, mother. You're like, oh my goodness. So watch. All that was canceled with its regulations. It was against us. And it's he's it stood opposed to us. He, Jesus, took it away, nailing it to the cross, having disarmed the powers and authorities, probably in the in the evil realm. He made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. What a beautiful read of what God has done for us. Therefore, he seals the deal with his spirit and his spirit working in and through us. Let's see. Instead of canceling our neighbor and hating our neighbor and trying to bring our neighbor down and get him fired or whatever it is, the fruit of the Spirit is love. That's why I brought it up at first. Love God. Love your neighbor. Joy. I would think so. Peace. Not war. Peace. Patience. Kindness. Goodness. Faithfulness. Gentleness. And a big one, self-control. And then this little statement. Against such things, there is no law. You're like, oh, my goodness. Jesus Christ comes down in flesh. Our calendars, for crying out loud, document it. It is 2002 A.D., year of our Lord. You say, well, what do you call all the years before he got here? You call them, Shannon, all the years before he got here. B.C., you would think if you're counting time by one individual who ever lived, Jesus Christ, you would at least, I hope, investigate him. Yeah, you talk about in the book why people have become so afraid, a lot of people of being canceled and why you've gotten past that. It says in the book, this is why the threat of being canceled is so powerful. We fear losing what little we have, our reputation, our career, our sense of belonging to a community. When we offend the sensitivities of the cancel culture mind, it rises up in false indignation and threatens to destroy what we have. It threatens to diminish our lives and it scares us. And you say, listen, you went through the ringer, but you're also very open about everything you've done in your life um, when you were living uh, as a wild man, essentially, you said, and that you're very correct. open about the need that you had um, for something bigger and for God's forgiveness and how you feel, um, you know, if you're walking with him and trusting with him, cancel culture goes away for you. Yeah. Just remember, uh, don't worry about the ones who can just kill the body. Even when they, if they kill you, I'm a child of the resurrection. So be it. God is the one who picks the time when we all leave. He's the one that does that. Most of the apostles, all of them, but John were slaughtered. You say they're alive. Don't worry about the ones who can kill the body. You worry about the ones who can kill both body and soul. Those, those are the ones you worry about. So my word to the brothers, by the way, I didn't write this to the, to the cancel culture. I wrote this book to the brothers, the sons and daughters of God, like you. That's who I wrote it for. So you can look at it and say, you know what? Bring it on. But I'm going to point people to Jesus. He's come down in flesh. He's died on the cross for the sins of the world, for crying out loud. He'll raise them from the dead. You're like, whoa, here. 
He said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. He told them through Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, over and over and over. I'm going up to Jerusalem. I must die. And in three days, I will be raised from the dead. He said that to them over and over. And they're all looking at each other like, do what? That you, Peter was telling him, no, nobody's going to kill you. But Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. So here's the deal. One thing is to predict something, especially your death. And three days later, you tell them, I'll be raised from the dead. And that's what happened. Someone says, why, did you, why do four writers have to tell the same story? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John tell the same story. So you can't miss it, Shannon. So you can't miss it. In his new book, Uncanceled, Finding Meaning and Peace in a Culture of Accusations, Shame, and Condemnation, Phil delves into his own up-close and personal experience with cancel culture that came in the wake of a controversial interview he did with GQ magazine in late 2013. In the book, Phil shares details you probably never heard before, and his recounting of what it cost him sets the stage for the underlying theme in the book. He believes people should be able to disagree without destroying each other. In 2020, Phil announced a shocker. A 45-year-old daughter he never knew he had suddenly showed up. He says Phyllis is the best thing to come out of his wild past before he turned his life over to God. We talk about that and more as Live in the Bream podcast picks up after this quick break. Listen to the all-new Brett Bear podcast featuring Common Ground, in-depth talks with lawmakers from opposite sides of the aisle, along with all your Brett Bear favorites like his all-star panel and much more. Available now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. I would love for you to weigh in on something I haven't had a chance to ask you about, but your daughter, Phyllis, that you met in 2020 and no. you didn't know about her. Uh, it's been a beautiful story how your family has come together. Oh, it's a wonderful thing. I gave her a house, which is right next to mine, and her and her husband, he's an artist. Uh, all artists are weird. And I told him, I said, you know what? <laughs> I said, Tony, I know artists are weird, but we all are too. You are you to just a breath of fresh air. Fit right in. <laughs> so they live right next door to me, and we all share our meals with each other. You know, it, it's a hoot. So if someone had told me that, my sinful behavior would have brought forth a child, and I didn't even know it for 45 years. Didn't even know she existed. She tracks me down with all this stuff, you know, uh, whatever. I mean, DNA, they, they've got it down there. And she shows it to me, and I'm like, I, I didn't know that it was going to match up. My DNA match up with her DNA. I said, it was a sinful thing that brought you forth, Phyllis. I said, her mother named her Phyllis. I, I, I wouldn't even know what her mother looked like. Now, I have no idea. Don't know when this took place. Got to remember, when you get drunk a lot, if you, hey, you don't remember half of what happened. So anyway, 45 years later, she comes walking up and joins us. You know, Miss Kay said, you know, I thought it would be like a son. She said, but a daughter's fine with me. So mm -hmm. we all embraced her and we love her. We all meet together. We follow Jesus. She said, for some reason, she lived a very, very, very decent Christian life from a little girl. She said, not knowing that one day I would meet you 
a fellow, my older brother and my dad. So it was quite the story. She just got back from Missouri and she gave that speech at whatever group she was with. So, so you can, you can get a hold of uh, Lisa, some of them or uh, Chase's daughter and ask her. You could probably get that speech. She tells her own story up there in Missouri, somewhere or Kansas, I think, but she just got back. I saw her car a while ago. Didn't have time to stop. Well, you're a busy man with this brand new book. Again, Phil Robertson talking to us today, Uncanceled, Finding Meaning and Peace in a Culture of Accusations, Shame and Condemnation. I would say there's some good advice for all of us in this book. Phil, thanks for writing it and for making time for us on Live in the Brain. Shannon, I love you, my sister, and take care of yourself. God bless you. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. Hey there, it's me, Kennedy. Make sure to check out my podcast, Kennedy Saves the World. It is five days a week, every week. Download and listen at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.